right, back on Money Talk. And time to uh, get our guests back to work after a long weekend. Uh, Alex Wong, director of Alex K.Y. Wong Asset Management. Uh, good to have you back on, Alex. Hi, morning, Andrew. Hey, great to hear from you. And also John Schofield, uh, managing director, Tempest <clears throat> Investment. Yes, hello. Good morning, Andrew. Hey, great to have you both in the studio. Uh, Gentlemen, I'm hearing a lot of conflicting ideas about where the markets are going right now. I mean, some companies are reporting record earnings or share prices are through the roof, but other people are still worried about the Fed hike coming this week. I mean, we've got a, we've got a question from one of our listeners. He was on our new Facebook page. That's Kishore Sakran. He says, first quarter earnings seem pretty good. What do you think about a FOMO rally? Where, where are we going on this, guys? I think uh, the formal money exists in certain sectors in the market. Uh, say the uh, semiconductors, people are, are quite bullish on the development of AI on these sectors. So uh, we are seeing strength in certain sectors. But uh, it does not exist in the whole market, I think. People are still worried about the, uh, the, 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 the coming recession risk and also um, the way problem maintained uh, at this level uh, for a longer period than expected. So I think uh, generally um, there would be no such formal in the whole market. But uh, in certain sectors, I think people are quite bullish. Okay. Okay. So you're saying you're saying you're you think there's going to be some sectors in particular. You're saying not don't play the whole markets. Pick your sectors. Is that right? Yeah. Right. That's true. I think uh, this the, the market actually is supported by uh, only a few stocks uh, in the U.S. right now. So we are seeing a very concentrated strength in in the market. So uh, it is quite difficult for the index to to go much higher from here. I think. Okay. Uh, John, over eighty percent of the S and P's beat has beat has beat earnings. Uh, or do we sell and stay? Sell in May and stay away. Take your pick. Uh, yes, definitely a mixed picture. Um, and not only between sectors, but also within sectors. Um, we're seeing a lot of you know winners and losers in in both. <clears throat> I think the banking sector is particularly interesting. Um, the the complete the radical change in the uh, monetary <clears throat> environment is. Um, uh, is shake is leading to the shakeout, but on the other hand, the the big players, those with uh, strong franchises and, and moats around their business, are are actually thriving and even able to expand, as as we've just seen uh, with J P Morgan taking over First Republic. Okay, so if we're, if we're picking <coughs> sectors, let's let's take a look at the banking sector. European uh, stocks were down at the end of the week last week, but I mean, uh, you know, First Republic. Uh, some people are like, no, nope, things are pretty much well under control. Uh, U.S. Congress seems like they're like oh, they're kind of backing off of suggested new regulation. Uh, but, you know, others aren't so sanguine. What, what do you guys think? Is, is this are we done? Are we out of the woods on this or is there still more more uh, blood to be spilled in the U.S. banking sector? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't root out further further casualties, um, but you can't win a you can't win a war or even a battle without without some some uh, some casualties, and that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a wave of consolidation, effectively, uh, in the sector. Uh, a bit of re-regulation will will help, um, but um, you know I, th- I think it's uh, it's sort of going according to plan. If there was one, okay. <clears throat> and whose whose plan is that? The FDIC <clears throat> or other players? Uh, or Jamie Dimon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the Fed, I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Alex, what's your, what do you think? Is this, I mean, when John says that there's a war to be won here, is it, a, is it a battle royale with everybody, you know, throwing each other out of the ring? Or is it, or is, or is there some kind of a more, more uh, organized objective than that? 
I think first of all, uh, if FDIC do something, then probably we would come down. I think the real risk is a deposit flight. So uh, you have to put a good franchise, and also I think you have to stabilize the um, confidence of depositors. So I think that is the real uh, questions here. But I think uh, another problem raised by this problem is the uh, demand for treasuries because uh, many banks fail by aggressively buying treasuries, and also we are seeing weaker demands of treasury by foreign countries already. So I think that problem may make the longer may make the the, 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 the interest rate in the US to stay uh, higher for a longer period. So that is another risk to the system, I think. Okay. Um, what are those rates going to be? Everybody's predicting a uh, 25-point hike this week. Are you guys aligned with the majority view, or you think there may be some surprises for us based on maybe strong earnings? Um, well, the strong, <clears throat> strong earnings and the inflation data um, – you know, suggest that the Fed will stay the course, i.e. Uh, another 25 basis points uh, this week. Um, I think in the in the long to medium term, we need to see a period where uh, interest rates are higher than the rate of inflation. Um, and I, I would see that through to the end of this year. Um, so I wouldn't be expecting uh, a re- reversal in policy. Um, as I said, it's, it's sort of basically working um, at the moment, and we're seeing inflation come down, but and we're, but on the other hand, the uh, damage to the economy has been very very limited uh, so far. Un- unlike uh, you know, so so we we haven't really seen uh, recession. Not to say that there there might not be one later in the year, but um, I think for the time being, we can uh, we we look forward to continued stability in markets. I mean, I mean, is, is it, you can't, you can't, you can't beat a good economy down. I mean, everybody mm. keeps talking yeah. about the recession that's right around the corner. Uh, twenty-five points, uh, Alex. What do you think? Are we, are we going to get our twenty-five points? But will there be another twenty-five points later on? The Fed seems to have left the door open to that. I think uh, we've got twenty-five points first, but uh, another twenty-five points depends on a lot on the data. Um, I think possibly we will get another 25 point later on because the economy right now is still stronger than expected and we are not seeing um, any signs of slowdown. And of course, inflation is slowing down, um, uh, but uh, the, 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 the economy actually is, is still quite strong. And I think uh, if we see any upticks on inflation, then probably we may see another um, quarter point. But um, in the, that, that probably we may not be further room because um, I think the banking system actually um, may play a role because uh, after this crisis, uh, banks probably may limit the lendings and or reshuffle their books. So that probably would uh, limit the economic performance in the U.S. Where do you guys think this this uh, the strength of the U.S. economy is coming from? You know, specifically, I mean, a, a lot of companies made cuts over the last few years. They changed the way they operated. I saw McDonald's uh, reported record earnings. I think their share hit an all-time high. Um, but they're one of the companies that have been leaning heavily into automation. Fewer people, more touch screens in the restaurants. Uh, is there? Is there? Are we seeing a productivity leap in the United States that? is not being matched in other places or that is continued to support them? Or is this, are there other factors at play that are keeping these companies in the black? Yes, I think, uh, I think productivity is the key. Um, certainly the U.S. is, is, uh, is the leader in that, in that respect and has been for, for decades, really, hence the long-term outperformance of, uh, you know, the S&P index. Um, and we're just seeing more and more of that. The, um, 
you know, the recent rally has has been focused on these uh, heavyweight uh, tech tech companies in particular, um, but we're also seeing it spread out across through the, through the consumer uh, sectors as well. Um, so yeah, uh, the US is the leader. Uh, that will start to show show through in other other economies. Um, I mean, yeah, sure. If business, if U.S. business practices get spread to other places, as they they figure mm. out where to make uh, efficiency gains, Alex, mm. do you do you have any other kind of hot spots in the U.S. economy that you think might be uh, may, sustaining this these these great results? I think, uh, of course, uh, is the productivity leap, and uh, and then the consumer sector actually is, is still stronger than expected. Uh, so um, those are things I think uh, which are the price spots. So. Uh, we need to see whether, um, as I've said, uh, the bank crisis may limit um, the uh, money supply, so probably we may see some um, weaker data later on. Mm. Look, looking, I'm going to change gears, look a little bit closer to home. Uh, the, the markets are closed uh, in China this most of this week, not all this week, but most of this week. Um, mm. But we did, we did get some of the manufacturing index uh, numbers coming out. Mm, not great. Mm. Not great. What do, you, what do you guys take from this? I think I think they were lower lower than people expected. Um, were, were you surprised at this? Because I mean, everybody's been talking up. Uh, you know, Chinese manufacturing is back online, but it turns out it wasn't as strong as we thought it was. I think it's not too surprising because uh, right now I think the market is focusing on the uh, U.S.-China relationships, and 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 many um, manufacturers actually would diversify the manufacturing base. So uh, that is uh, what is ha- <coughs> happening in China. So that's why I think uh, we are seeing a slowdown in the manufacturing sector. Uh, and and the U.S.-China relationships actually may may not turn 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 back again. So I think uh, we probably make some continual pressure in in China in this sector. Mm. Yeah, I mean, John, what's your take? Uh, yes, yes, the same. I think um, uh, China markets have, have obviously underperformed uh, quite drastically over the last few months, and um, you know that reflects a whole range of uncertainties, particularly the. Um, you know the the uh, the balance of, of regulation between the private and public sector, and you know how far how far the tilt towards uh, the public sector is is going to con- continue, um, and that creates a lot of uncertainty in investors' minds as well. And uh, yeah, I mean, people are, are kind of <clears throat> looking at this. People are talking about offshoring. I had a meeting yesterday with a with a, uh, a business contact who, prior to COVID, and I guess now going forward, would, would come to Hong Kong on business <clears throat> from Ghana. Lives in Accra, looking to expand his business, uh, and he one of his major problems is is getting supply, and the only place he can get it from is China. I mean, everybody talks about offshoring. He's in the textiles business. He's buying textiles. He's like, I just can't, I just can't get the same quality from. Take your pick. He's been to Bangladesh. He's been to India. I mean, he's he's definitely looking, but it seems like there's a certain part of Chinese manufacturing that just can't can't be replaced. So. I think it takes time. Uh, it, it will take time because uh, the whole supply chain actually exists in China for, for two decades at least. So uh, that, is, that is a very strong part uh, of China. But uh, I think uh, people are trying to minimize the, 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 the reliance on China. So they are moving part of the process outside. So probably they, they would stuck by uh, a little bit portion of the business first and then try, try to do it in the gradual steps. So I think uh, this is too, too early to, 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 to cut all the reliance on China, but I think they were moving at least part of the, the, the sourcing outside China. Is your portfolio changing accordingly? Are you, are you selling off uh, companies that are doing manufacturing in China that are in sectors you think are going to be hit and then transferring those assets to places where you think the manufacturing is going? Or 
Actually, I reduced uh, a lot on the manufacturing sector already. So, because I think that this model actually is uh, is not welcome by the market. It it is quite a lot of risk, and 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 especially in the time of volatile uh, commodity prices. So that's why I I actually do not have too much exposure in the manu- manufacturing sector. I I like the consumer sectors and the tech sectors more actually uh, uh, recently. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it's probably easier to you know to have been invested in some of the big Chinese manufacturers. But if that you know. Ten percent of their orders get spread across five million countries. I mean, how do you follow that money? You can't do it, right, John? John, are you are you in the same position? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the the direction of travel uh, as, as as much as anything. You know, we can't expect. Uh, the, the, Alex is absolutely right. It will take a uh, take a long time to um, completely decouple. In fact, I doubt we will ever completely decouple. But um, you know, it's it's the the, the lack of growth. Um, is coming through. The, you know, we're, we're not getting new money coming into China. We're not getting new investment coming in. Um, you know, either through the stock market or, or directly for that for for, for the, these reasons. So that mm-hmm. you know caps expectations for, for quite a long time. Hmm. And, uh, you know, when you don't get investment coming in, your your productivity sags because <clears> you're not <throat> using the latest uh, machinery and, and technology. I mean, does foreign investment, is it, is it still having an impact in terms of China's productivity and efficiencies and in, in how it does business? Is this, could it be a long-term drag or is foreign investment now really a small part of the, uh, the overall economy so it's not going to have that much impact? Well, on the other hand, I don't think the uh, productivity is not not the problem really. In fact, China, many China, in many sectors, Chinese manufacturers are still uh, the most competitive and uh, often the most aggressive in in uh, cutting cutting prices and to gain market share. And that's that's still going on. But uh, as I say the long term, the upside seems capped to me. Yeah, Alex. Yeah, same. I think uh, they are they are still doing a lot of investments uh, uh, to improve the productivity and and, and <coughs> do automations. But uh, the po- problem is uh, the the buyers actually would like to reduce their risk. So uh, that's why uh, not foreign investment coming. But I think uh, the 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 players in within uh, the the local players actually are doing a lot, and also. The local players actually also diversify the manufacturing manufacturing base, so probably they will move part of their their productions outside. So although they are not based in China, actually they are still Chinese company, I think. Okay, Alex, we've got about uh, 40 seconds left. I'll I'll give you a chance to hit on some of your favorites in the consumer and technology sectors because you said that was your thing. Uh, I still like the semis uh, in, in the in leading semis in the in, in the world, uh, and in consumer names, I think uh, we probably may, may see some Japanese name to come out because uh, they are benefit from, from the new BOJ's yeah. announcement, and also I think that people uh, like the Japanese um, uh, films more in China now. But if you look at first first lamp dunk, actually it's welcome. But if you look at uh, Super Mario, actually it's, it's a it's a slum in China. So I think uh, people like Japanese um, more than uh, Hollywood right now in China. Okay, well, thank you very much. I love that. Alex uh, K.Y. Wong of Alex, uh, Alex K.Y. Wong Asset Management helping me to sell the second part of the show uh, with our view from Japan coming up. Also, thanks to John Schofield, Managing Director on of Tempest Investment. 